wrestling fans, I am Dr. The Wife, and thank you for tuning in to this 4 for 4, where we ask four questions out of four non-wrestling Our guests are welcome to share as much or as little as they desire. If you enjoy this type of content, please hit that like and subscribe button for more, and don't forget that bell for updates. On this episode, we are going to invite a very special guest. He comes very highly recommended. Lots of people have seen him as an inspiration to their careers, their their point, their view in life and things like that. So welcome, Tiger Pants. Tiger Pants, how are you doing? I'm doing so great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's nice to hear that uh, people were inspired by me. I've been wrestling in uh, the Texas and uh, you know, the lower Southern territories for the better part of 15 years now. So uh, a lot of your favorite wrestlers I've come across or wrestled or at least met. Well, it's not just wrestlers, it's photographers, videographers. I've, I've, I've been surprised by how many people have approached me just to tell me their perspective on who you are and what kind of person you are. It's true. Camera folks are very high on me. You guys may not realize this, but there's no filter being applied, at least not on my side. This what you see, this is the perfect crisp clarity. This is just it. This is me. You know, and I've also had camera people come up to me and say, you know, can I shoot you privately? And I say, really? no. Oh, well, you got the big psych for them. So what have you been up to lately? Uh, so let's see. Um, I have been, uh, if you've seen me, you've probably seen me wrestling for Sabotage, you know, around the San Antonio area. Uh, wrestle for part of Texas pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, and you can also see me at uh, Party World wrestling, having a oh. bit of fun. Um, in 10 days here on October 28th, we're going to be having a show at Oscar Blues uh, Brewery. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the Austin area, um, come check it out. I mean, uh, it's a really great show. Um, yeah, that's about it. I try not oh, to yeah. keep myself too busy because uh, if you uh, wrestle too much, it gets you really sore. Hey, you need to rest sometime. So yeah, you heard especially the... me. <laughs> I've been oh, uh, doing this so long, so I need to probably rest, you know, twice as long as uh, everybody else. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So you've heard the rules of the game. Are you ready? Yeah, so I was briefed on the rules. I'm ready. Four for four, four topics, four branches. I'm Basically. ready. Okay. All uh, right. I haven't had too much time to think, uh, but I'm I'm just gonna take them as they come. All right. Here we go. Top four things you do to keep yourself positive and motivated to achieve your goals. That's a great question. Um, when you're trying to reach your goals, obviously the most important thing is to reinforce your behaviors. Okay. Um, and set them towards trying to increase that goal. Like, uh, for instance, you know, this past year, one of my goals uh, was to uh, gain 25 pounds just okay. to see if I could do it. And, you know, that included a lot of eating, it included measuring that and making sure that that was exactly, you know, that I was hitting those targets every single day. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I gained those 20 pounds. And uh, then I said, you know what? I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And I did it. It was incredible. Uh, so when you're, you want to reinforce your behaviors. Mm. Uh, and one thing that helps me to do that is I like to uh, listen to a lot of audiobooks. Okay. Helps to keep 
me uh, busy with idle tasks because it's very boring to study or it's boring to be working out or it's boring to be cooking. But if you can steady yourself with some good material, you know, um, and just to go back to the point of setting a goal, you know, make it something that you can actually do, make it something that you can attain. So reinforce your behavior, make it attainable, you know, make it something that you can do. I remember that uh, my New Year's resolution about a year and a half ago, before the whole COVID thing hit, I had this New Year's resolution that I was going to start smoking cigarettes. Really? Don't ask me why. But I said, I'm going to do this and I'm going to see if I can, if I can actually uh, achieve this. You know, can I, can I become addicted to cigarettes? And uh, yeah, I did. So I, I, I started smoking cigarettes. Um, and it's it's really great. I got to tell you, it's it's such a fun activity. If you've never done it, you should at least try it once in your life. You should I will take your it. word for it. And then, I, and then I said, and then I said to myself, uh, I'm going to see if I can quit. Okay. I did. I read this whole study about how people who smoke cigarettes mm -hmm. and then quit smoking cigarettes actually have healthier lungs because they have really? like. Yes, because think about it. My father's been smoking cigarettes for about 25 years. But if he quit, just cold turkey, he's not going uh -huh. to. If he did, his lungs would heal. And it's like they would be fresh, fresh new lungs. So That's interesting. Yeah, I guess I, I decided to do that. I decided to start smoking. I was able to do that. I decided to quit smoking, you know, because of the whole pandemic. I thought it was probably mm -hmm. not good to roll the dice twice on that. And uh, if I wanted to, I could do it again. I'm saying if I wanted to get addicted yeah. to cigarettes, I could do it. I'm not going to because I'm all about setting new goals. So reinforce, reinforce your behaviors. Reinforce your behaviors by doing them over and over again and forming habits. Just, just starting, you know, uh, a second. You know, mm -hmm. keep your mind active. Okay. I like the audio books because it keeps me, it, it allows me to do idle tasks, which you really are going to need if you're going to accomplish any goal. Let's see. Mm -hmm. That's number two. Uh, number three, give smoking a try, not smoking, really? but metaphorically, I'm saying like, okay, try new things, try okay. new things. You're going to get, you're going to get bored if you set it yeah. yourself about the same thing. So keep it challenging. Always okay. switch it up. And number four, Let's see, to keep myself focused and positive and always moving towards my goal. Um, how could I forget? You need to talk to friends and you need to get okay. their input. You need to get their criticism, mm -hmm. you know, better, better criticism from a friend than flattery from an enemy. Yes. So Agreed. It's, uh, it's good to, to refresh and get another perspective by talking to your friends i have some amazing friends like you like you've pointed out i have so many great uh, wrestling uh people that i've met and we're all focused on the same thing we're all mm -hmm. focused on trying to put on the best possible show we can or yeah. trying to show you know the 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 greatness of what we do right. the real technique and right. so it's the artistry that's watching the artistry the artistry um it really is a classic uh, American art form sport. It's so, it really just transcends everything. And, and, yeah. and it's so cultural that uh, 
it's great to have the input of other people who are also trying to do the same thing as you, especially if yeah. they, uh, you know, you're, you're someone you've, you're working towards a common goal. Like it's mm. sabotage wrestling, trying to make yeah. sure that we can have these great shows, trying to make sure that a show is funded, trying to make sure that a show is well promoted. Mm. It's just pays to have a, a, a pool of knowledge that you can get mm -hmm. it from. And there's yeah. so many people that you can talk to. So that's, that's my four ways of staying uh, uh, positive and towards my goals. Well, those are excellent four. Uh, I can see why you come so well regarded. So those were probably a few, maybe all of them actually, that I'm probably going to go look into and try myself. But I do have to ask, yeah. what audiobook do you recommend? Hmm. Let's see. So I've listened to quite a few, but there is a audio book that really changed how I, like I said before, when you're trying to set a goal, how to yeah. create habits, the book is called The Brain That Changed Itself. Okay. Uh, I can't give you the author name right now. I promised myself I wouldn't Google anything during this. Uh, but it's called The Brain That Changed Itself. You can find it on Audible. I bet you could probably find it on YouTube. You know what I mean? And we'll more than likely put a link up for you too. Yeah. So it, it, it's a great book that basically what it talks about is how your brain can change. Even as you get older, you mm -hmm. just have to sort of set the path. It talks about neuroplasticity your brain okay. is not this you know it's not hardened yes. it's a it's like a, it's like a sponge it can always yeah. be morphing and changing based on what it's doing or what it's yes. tasked to do it's really a, a a brilliant thing and uh from that book i mean he he talks all about jung and freud okay. he just crash courses on those types of topics yeah so it can really you know let you branch out Okay. Uh, from there i thought it was great it's about it's about forming habits it's about the the brain and how it can change um and about setting focused intention to make uh changes in your life which you know i mean what would Ooh, i change all need changes yeah but it's a great book yeah well i'm gonna definitely look that book up and for anybody interested we will put a link up and a, a picture of the book as well so your next top four is top four life lessons that have kept you focused in life. Wow. These are some big, uh, these are some big topics. I'm telling or you the way you were, uh, you were described, it was larger than life. So I, I had to find some larger than life questions. Excellent. So the four, okay, let me see if I got that right. The four, uh, things that have, oh, ask it one more time. So top four life lessons that have kept you focused in life. Top four life lessons that have kept me focused in life. Uh, always get your car looked at. Always get your car looked at. Look, if you're a wrestler, always get your car looked at. Because this thing is going to serve you in so many ways. You know what I mean? It's not yep. just being able to make it to the show, which is step one. Step one. You know what I mean? You, it's yeah, always great to I pile do. in a car with guys. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to conduct business on your own. You need to be able to do it. You need to be able to go. You need yeah. to be able to go somewhere. You might need to maybe be uh, able to pick somebody up at the airport. You know what I mean? Great yeah. way to get a conversation in with one of these guys. Like, 
Jerry Lynn or something, you know, give a ride from the airport, be in control of that. And, and it's one of those things where if you get set back by that, that can be years. It can be years off of your life. If you, if you lose your car on, on something stupid, I remember I had a, a very costly car, uh, repair because I didn't get the uh, filter changed. Oh. So I didn't, the, I didn't get the filter changed and that caused all of this, uh, you know, bad air yes. to flow back into the engine and mm-hmm. it uh, caused it to burn out. And that's a, that's a simple, that's something very simple that yeah. ended up costing a whole lot when you're talking about an engine replacement. This might be boring guys, but I'm saying get your car looked at always because that's where the money is coming out of. That's where the cost is coming mm-hmm. out. Okay, the the most cost, and versus what you could do just by getting it regularly looked at by a mechanic like yeah. my man Alex at Lamb's Tire and Automotive on Research and Breaker here in Austin, Texas, mm. always takes great care of me. Uh, you know, mint condition my car always. Now, uh, my second life lesson, um, let's see. As far as what has kept me going, as far as a life lesson, uh, don't take things personally. Okay. I'm going to try to make sure that this doesn't sound exactly like the Four Agreements, which is another <laughs> great audio book that you can listen to. But one of them is don't take things personally, and that is okay. so so important because it's about how you interact with other people, mm-hmm. especially just to tie it back to our line of work, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I've had the opportunity. My, my trainers had the opportunity to work with a lot of great people because the attitude that he carried himself, mm-hmm. he didn't take anything personally. He welcomed the criticism. You know, he, he took people, he met them where they were. Mm-hmm. Some people are rough to deal with. Not yeah. everybody is going to talk to you perfectly, exactly mm-hmm. how you want. Mm-hmm. And there's all different kinds of ways of, uh, that, that people are thinking different backgrounds. Yeah. They're not, they may not be, and they're often not speaking directly to you. How could they? They don't know who you are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they are actually speaking to who they think they're speaking to, who they think you are. We have a tendency to what they say, play in each other's Mm courts. So imagine we're playing a game of tennis. You can't play in another person's court. No. So you can't always assume how people are intending to speak with you. So, uh, Talk to everybody like they're a cop and you're about to get arrested. Okay. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, but but because the thing is, is you, you also never really know who you're, you're speaking to. Yes, you're speaking absolutely. To. So the best guys that I've seen who've had the best careers or have had the easiest time in the locker mm-hmm. room or the easiest time in the ring are the people who just let it flow like okay. water and didn't okay. and, and had an impersonal manner and, uh, didn't get upset or easily get their feelings hurt because people okay. are going to say some very bad things or treat you some bad way. So don't take things personally. That is my second one. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, always get your car, get your car looked at. I mean, don't take things too personally. Um, number three, uh, most important lesson. <sighs> Let's see. I mean, I feel like I covered uh, such important. Um, yes. So- those are two big ones there really are they really are mm-hmm. big and when you when you decide that th- that's a change that you're going to make mm-hmm. you know it really does ripple outward um 
one lesson I, I, I think I learned that I take very personal now is to organize, focus on organizing a little bit at first, mm -hmm. but then everything. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, sh you should really think about how things are organized when you're setting up your wrestling dates, when mm -hmm. you're setting up, you know, what you want to do, putting your bag together, yeah. making sure you have nice clothes. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when you are a wrestler, um, there is a tendency to just live for the shows and live okay. on and at the shows. And what does that mean? What, explain that. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing I've seen all too much of okay. is that the, the, uh, you have a tendency to live on the show and live at the show. And there are things that are taking place in the background or mm. in the periphery of your life that get ignored or don't, okay. get, or don't get sufficiently worked on. Like I said, mm -hmm. like before, uh, you know, there's so many guys who have given so much to this in the, the service of traveling for it and making sure mm -hmm. that they don't tend to the organization of their life, which in the end is going to serve as the long-term driver. You, you, you're really not going to be able to do this. Well, let me be blunt. You're not mm -hmm. going to be able to do this if you don't have a place to live. Truth. I know you think you can. I know you think you can. And I know that that, that, that dopamine is enough. I, I really do get it. Mm -hmm. But you are not going to be able to sustain it long term or what you're doing long term is not going to be what you want out of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it takes yeah. paying attention to those small organizational details of your everyday life. Like don't put so much into wrestling that you neglect your everyday clean, yeah. clean your house, yeah. make mm -hmm. sure that your you know, that your rent is paid, make sure that you have groceries you know it's not just financial it's about what does it take to become literate in these matters because if you're not if you don't know how to organize this and you've been wrestling all your life like for me i started when i was 15 years old you know and did a lot of like side work and did mm -hmm. a lot of you know uh temp work because i was just making the wrestling work i was just making yeah. that happen and my mm -hmm. only rubric mm -hmm. or my only criteria for what mattered was make this work. If this is good, if I can go to my shows, if I have my gear, then everything's everything's fine. Mm -hmm. um, and there are things that can fall by the wayside if you if you don't address them because you're thinking too much about the one thing. So my third mm -hmm. thing is the organization. The more you focus on organization, the more it's going to service what you're what you're trying to do. I know it doesn't seem like having a clean fridge is going to help you with your wrestling and your booking, but it is because it's about a mindset. It's about organizing your mind and being able to organize several things at once. That's how yeah. you be able to take on more and do more. Mm -hmm. um, and then number four, the lesson life lesson that's kept me going and oh, so pertinent to, uh, what we're talking about with mm -hmm. wrestling is uh pain and the concept pain. of pain okay that pain 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 is such a and i'm not trying to sound esoteric here 
But okay. pain is such a driver in terms of our motivation of what we do. Now, are we talking about physical pain or mental pain? I'm talking about physical pain. I'm just talking. Okay. I, I, I'm. I am really saying the sensation of of pain. Okay. Um, and what it does to teach your body to move forward. I can okay. remember the worst pains. I can remember there was a there's a time I woke up from a nap. I might have been about seven years old, okay. and uh, I uh, I didn't know this, but my mom had been mopping outside the doorway. This is like a not hardwood, not mm -hmm. carpet, but like tile. Do you ever live mm -hmm. in a house that had like a tile? Yep. Um, so just like tile linoleum. And yes. He's uh, mopping outside of my doorway, and uh, I, I guess I got up, and uh, she didn't know that I was there. I didn't know she was there, and I woke up and stepped out of the room, and I slipped and and uh, hit the back of my head. Oh, really, really hard. I, I I've never really had like a concussion after that. But I'm certain that that's what happened. And yeah. such a flashpoint for my mind mm -hmm. to be slow and be steady and be careful and uh, to, you know, always be mindful of my steps. Yeah. And that, like I said, has a ripple effect. I'm, I'm a very uh, cautious, very careful person. I wouldn't call myself skittish, but I am methodical. You know, okay. I mean? always considering where I'm going, what I'm doing, pain yeah. has been the teacher. And uh, one of the things in wrestling, when you're learning your bumps, mm -hmm. you're learning how to take a, a good bump on yeah. the back because you're going to get knocked over or you're going to take a good, you got to learn how to take a roll because when guys are throwing you around or they're mm -hmm. knocking you around, you have to learn how to land clean. People, right. who don't learn, people who don't know how to land clean, they get hurt and they learn. This is the lesson. And unfortunately, you know, you only get so many times to bump the back of your head. Yes. Or you only get so many times to bump your elbows before yep. it's over. Your back. And you, <laughs> exactly. And uh, every time now that I'm in the ring, um, it's the little pains that remind me, oh, you can't do that move anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't quite do that anymore. Did you forget? Yeah, you know, uh, taking a, a belly to back a suplex off the top yeah. rope. Do you remember landing on your or, or, or uh, breaking your wrists? Or uh, I've sprained both ankles before. Oh. So, uh, it's always teaching us. It's yeah. always teaching us. It's it's such a, it's such an ironclad concept that I don't even really have to. It made it into my top four, but it doesn't even really matter because it's always with you, and you know yeah. what I'm saying is true. Yep, that I do. Is always there. As a reminder, as a teacher, it's mm. it's ultimate. It's yes. ultimate. And that, that transcends whether you're wrestling, weightlifting, mowing the lawn and lifting something up with your back rather than your legs. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. So with that being said, then, what is your top four advice that you would give young talent? Uh, my top four advice that I would give young talent, this is a really good one because I had a fantastic trainer. Um, so here in Austin, we have a school called AAPW. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Papa Don who helped, uh, who was there, helped train me. Um, we have the same uh, trainer. Um, 
I, I will give some more details about AAPW if I can once we're done with this. Yeah. Um, but I had an amazing trainer by the name of George De La Isla. A lot okay. of uh, a lot of guys from this area trained under him, have met him, have known him. But this guy was was he's still around? He's still alive. He does not teach anymore. Um, oh. He's more or less lost his sight. He's a he's oh. a very very old guy, and he used to. Was under a version of Mickey from Rocky, or Mick, isn't it? Uh, yes, yeah, mm -hmm. no, he is, he is, he is, mm -hmm. he is, and he's he's from that time, so okay. he really is like that. And George worked under a mask um, by the name of uh, Mr. Mexico in the GWF okay. days of the Sportatorium, the last days of the Sportatorium here in wrestling wow. uh, in uh, Texas. Yeah, world class left. Mm. Um, there were a couple of companies that came in and took, uh, you know, worked it, uh, worked in that territory or worked mm -hmm. in that building before it was destroyed. Right. And my trainer was one of those guys. Um, mm. and he trained under Chavo senior. Really? Um, yes, he trained under Chavo senior. Um, he also trained under, uh, uh, Jean, uh, LaBelle, Judo Jean. Guys, wow. if you've never seen Judo Jean LaBelle, mm -hmm. you need to you need to you need to go on YouTube and you need to watch Judo Jean LaBelle's pro okay. wrestling documentary because like you'll see this dude is an old schooler and he's insane. And this guy was there for you know a lot of the great uh, martial arts you know exhibitions in history, and he taught my trainer about the martial arts, but he also taught him the old school shooting, taught him the old oh. school hooking. Look yeah. at this guy Gene LaBelle and you'll see oh. what my trainer knows. He yeah. he uh so anyway, I like to think that I might be one of the 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 last, you know, few guys to mm -hmm. get a old school education from this guy and everything mm -hmm. that he taught us. So when it comes to giving advice to the young guys, I mean, it doesn't matter if it comes from me because I'm just going to tell you exactly what George told me because he's okay. a, a brilliant guy. Um, so the number, so George uh, told me to, you know, get a lot done fast. When you're in the business, mm -hmm. starting out, one of the things that you tend to overthink is, am I ready for this? Or am okay. I ready for that? Should mm -hmm. I apply myself to this? Should I apply myself to that? But the real, the, the real thing is, is that there is no, there is no perfect standard. It's a, it's okay. you know making something happen in wrestling is just about a perfect time and a perfect place, and you should be trying to get as much done as possible as quickly as you can. You know mm -hmm. your trainer is going to decide when you're ready to work, when yeah. you're but but be on that, be caught like be progressing, want to be doing more. You know, mm -hmm. and if there's some reason why you can't ask hey i know you didn't want to use me for this show what what didn't you like you know what okay. i mean along yeah. with your along with your booking emails why, why why not say hey listen if the answer is no could you tell me so that then i could i got something to to work on okay uh, when you have a good territory to work in like we do here in texas because we've mm -hmm. done so many great shows you know yeah. you've got a good opportunity to go from training 
to go out to work in different places. You know, Texas yeah. is a big place. It's a really, really big place. So there's a lot of spread out territories to work. And that can be really helpful. But not everywhere is going to be like that. You know, you're not going to be able to progress in, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that they, they uh, don't have wrestling in New Mexico, because they do. Mm -hmm. um, but you, it's not quite as many as we have here in Texas, or okay. some they have there in the Northeast. So yeah. the progression is going to be based on where are you able to go? How are you able mm -hmm. to, uh, how, you know, it's, it's, it's get something done because you're going to, five years is going to fly by. Mm -hmm. You're going to go, mm -hmm. you know, is this more than I was doing the year before? Am I getting something out of this? If not figure out what that, what that reason is, you know, mm -hmm. um, number two, my advice to um young wrestlers would be to just like you just like you consult a professional mm -hmm. in, uh wrestling to teach you hopefully someone that you saw in the ring and said wow that person is actually good at the job mm -hmm. i want to learn from them yeah you can apply that professionalism to the other aspects of this like your dieting or your fitness. There are okay. people who are professionals at this. You're not expected to be a professional at everything. So right. when you don't know something, you should consult the experts, whether it's like I said, <laughs> reading a book, listening to a book, you should get educated to this stuff. But mm -hmm. I know that if you have a professional to handle this stuff for you, you're going to progress a lot quicker because mm. that's their job is to make sure that you progress in this way. Yeah, I'm not just talking about getting a fitness plan. There's people who can do that. A diet plan. There's someone who can do that. You can also, I know that this sounds crazy just to be on this level, but you can hire a agent. There are people who can send booking emails for you. There are people who can pursue that for you. Yeah. Trying to be the master of all of it. It's not possible. The best people that we know, the people who are doing this, and are making money have professionals handling every aspect of this. They're not just doing it on their own. They're not eyeballing it. So mm -hmm. one really important thing is you learn to wrestle, you consulted a professional. There's other things you need to do. Get a professional gear person, someone who you've seen the gear and you say, this is quality. Consult yeah. the professionals. That way you can get, as my trainer said, a lot more done a lot quicker. Get it done mm. faster because you're actually producing the results that you want to see hire a professional hire a professional to do your meal plans and to do your fitness mm -hmm. it costs probably more than you want to spend but you're working towards a final goal of mm. being a marketable product that's what you're doing if you're not yeah. doing that then what's what are you doing you know what i'm saying right um let's see how many was that was that two was that two? that was the first one was um it was about the first, the, one of the first things that your coach said to you. And then- Yeah, get a lot done, progress, make sure you're mm -hmm. progressing. Hire, hire the, just hire a professional, hire a professional. It's, you've, you've, you've been to shows where they didn't hire professionals. You see how badly that comes across. You see how bad the finished product is and you see how much we all suffer from it. Yes. Yes. And so that's going to be my, my, my third piece of advice. I want to, to, to branch off from there is to look at where you're working. 
just take a look at the places that you're working at. There, there's three things you can measure a, a, a profit from. Okay. Experience. I mean, I, I didn't come up with this. This again, this is my trainer taught me. Experience, exposure, expense. And generally, if there was an, you know, first of all, expense, it shouldn't be expense. You should be getting paid, obviously. Right. But there are some things where it is worth the expense. There's some times, uh, you know, where you want to make a deal for a promoter and let them mm-hmm. know, hey, I'm already going to be here doing this. Uh, yeah. Why not let me, you know, if they'll have you on the show, you know, you can have an opportunity to get your full rate. But, and everybody I know knows about this, there are some times where you're going to be coming out a little bit to get that exposure and the experience mm, yeah so you may not get all three you may yeah. not get all or you may not it, it may it, it may be an expense or it may not be the exposure that you deserve but the mm-hmm. experience is something good are there guys yeah. on the show is there something there is there something there that's good if there is no exposure if if it really is just a ring in a room and some people there and there is mm-hmm. no exposure okay and there is no experience in other words it wasn't good yeah it's not a good experience you the only thing you learn from it is wow don't do that yeah and expense you didn't even get paid that much for it that's a no go yeah that's a total no go all that's all three you know what i mean there are some things that are worth coming out of pocket for expense. There are some experiences, there's some exposure that's worth it. Um, but if you, but you, but if it's, if it's not good, don't do it just to do it. Right. Don't, don't empower it with, I mean, maybe you're, maybe you're good. Maybe everybody else on the show isn't good, but don't empower it. Right. You know? Right. You, you, you are the curator of this as well. And what you associate yourself with is, reflects on you and you it you know yeah i'm not saying this because i've i've kept it perfect i haven't i i i performed at a child's birthday party before you know what i've done i've done all kinds of uh things that i had to pay for you know what i mean and i had all kinds of painful uh, experiences with no exposure i've completely been there but what i'm saying is look at what you're doing and that point measure whether or not it's good exposure it's a good experience or you know you're if it's an expense and yeah act accordingly because what you feel what you what you put your energy into is mm-hmm. going to produce the result if it's not capable of producing a result for you then it's probably time to move on hmm. and uh my fourth bit of professional advice uh, how how many categories are we in now? Are we on the third category? Or are we no, we're on the fourth category? one. We're on the fourth category. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, we're on. Well, this one is the third category, but you're on the third fourth... category. Fourth thing. Okay. Yes. Good. Then let me leave it at this because this this right here is the most important thing. And you know what? It's so worthy of preamble that whatever I say before it totally justified. 
most important piece of advice that I would give to people starting out in this business is study the classics. Study the classics. Show them what we're doing. I'm saying study the classics. Really go back. Wrestling is not that old. It's not that old. It's maybe 150 years old at, at oldest. And it's really such a fascinating thing to see what it's what it's meant in the early part of our country and our mm-hmm. society, just what it's evolved into. Mm. You've got to go back and look at the past. And you've yeah. got to be able to see what were those guys doing when they were drawing these huge gates. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just style-wise, everything is so important to look back at the classics because we are the custodians of that image, of that yep. knowledge. They're seeing it. There was a time where there was 30,000 people packed into Sam Houston Arena to see the Junkyard Dog and the Russians. Like it or not, we are the current custodians of that. If they're coming to see it, there is a standard to uphold. And it's worth it, more than worth it, to go back and take a look at all of that old stuff and you're going to see things, techniques, you're going to see just ways of, of, of working with the crowd that you just don't see anymore. And I mean, yes. you. it's not a case of the old school being better than the new school. What it is a case of is the more that we have knowledge of the past, the mm. more empowered we are to really show people the totality. Yes. Of what our art actually is. We mm-hmm. have more colors to paint with. We have more uh, creativity. You know, it, it sustains us. If you want people to be able to go back and watch you, you need to go back and be able to watch and see and learn what makes somebody great. Mm-hmm. I, I promise. If you're going to get into this business, study the classics. Wow. I did not expect this conversation to go that deep, but definitely things to for everyone in the industry to think about. Whether you're starting out or you're you've established yourself, it's very very good information. Well, we're going to go a little bit on the lighter side because you have come out on wearing some very stylish clothing. So, top four designs for pants. Top four designs for pants from the man, Tiger Pants himself. You know, things were really looking bleak. I I really thought that things were coming to an end for me. I really didn't know where I stood. I I, I looked at the future as a blank slate, and I was like, well, I just don't know if I have any more to give. And um, I, I swear to God, something happened. I put on these pants. I put these pants on. It might be, they might be my wife's, I'm not sure. I really don't know where these <laughs> pants came from. I have no idea. I put on these pants. I put on these tiger striped pants. If you guys haven't seen them, I'm not, I'm not wearing them right now. Uh, they're hung up somewhere here. Um, but I saw myself in the mirror and I said, wow, wow, that's a different guy. Okay. That's not Jay Sirius. That's not, this is a person who can still offer something. 
this is something that can, this is a, these, these pants are a symbol that can inspire people. This is somebody who can make a damn difference. So I, this, I see, I see a guy who's still got a lot of fight left in him. And I said, man, you know, I've got all this expensive gear that I've had made over the years, but nothing has made me feel the way that these tiger pants have made me feel. It's just like a, a lightning bolt. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. fired something new and it's brought new life to me and to my career. Um, and I'm just so damn excited to see uh, what I can do when I'm wearing them. So my number one uh, design of pants is going to be the tiger pants, obviously. Now, the tiger pants are made from a synthetic material. You should know that no tigers actually hurt um, okay. in the in the wearing of them or yes. in the purchasing of them. Mm -hmm. They are purely synthetic. They really just sort of uh, embody a tiger. And uh, my high school mascot was the tiger. So okay. well, in full circle for me. It's very surprising. Yeah. Um, now, taking a, a, a hard right turn, I'm going to say that my second favorite uh, pant design is going to be uh silk i love a good silk pant you know what i mean it, it may yeah. not be for every day walking around okay but a nice silk pant against smooth uh legs my mm -hmm. legs I'm talking about uh stay smooth um that's another thing i should have told the wrestlers shave make sure you shave nobody likes a stink ball wrestler that's what my trainer said to me you gotta make sure you're shaving oh my uh, so so i love a silk pant feels so good you know no no pockets just a straight down silk pant think about like maybe like a like hammer pants you know okay. what I mean? yes I, i've i've owned a pair of hammer pants uh, you guys wouldn't believe it, but there was a time where these silken pants, it was that uh, they, they had their time and hopefully they'll come back. Mm. Uh, but I love that. Love the silken pant. Um, the third, I'm going to say, uh, I love a cotton slack. Okay. A cotton slack is, is a must. You need to own, you need to own three colors. You need to have your black. You need or to skinny. Skinny. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on what you, uh, on what you have to, uh, what you have to offer, what's on the okay. menu. And uh, with tiger pants, you know what I mean. It's a full buffet. It's uh, everything. <laughs> oh. So I like a tight. I like a nice tight, form-fitting uh, uh, cotton pair of slacks. You want to have your black. You want to have your gray. And mm. uh, you might want to have an earthy color, like a brown or a green, something you can mix up. And then my final, uh, let's see, the final variety of pant design. Um, it's a tough one. I feel like I, I've covered so much. Well, not so much a uh, a fabric or a material, okay. but a style. I have to okay. say, and this is a guilty pleasure of mine, but the capri pant. The capri pant. If you go back and you look uh maybe seven or eight years ago all uh -huh. of the wrestling i'm doing is in a capri really i used to get these really bad shin splints and oh just, i would have these kick pads on and i would mm. have these tights and i would have to just i would have to rush and pull them down and take it just to get my calves to breathe so i just decided i was going to be somebody whose calves were exposed uh arnold said 
that he cut all of his pants into capri pants so that he would always be looking at his calves. Really? Yes, and he mentally tortured himself about his calves so that he would force himself to grow his calves. So he cut all of his pants into capri pants. Uh, yeah, capri pants, men. We can do. We can wear them. It's okay. I know that the only the only thing we have judging us is one another. If we wear capri pants, and we all do it at the same time, mm -hmm. these women aren't going to have a choice but to accept it. Well, well said. Well said. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tiger, for participating in this episode of Four for Four. Can you share with us where we can find you and potentially your merch? Uh, so you can find me currently. You can find me on Instagram, Jazzy J Serious. Uh, I I have not allowed to change my name yet. The time's coming when I'm going to be changing it, but soon you should be able to find me on Instagram at Tiger Pants. Uh, check out Party World Rasslin R A S S L I N. Check out Party World Rasslin on Facebook. Check out H O T Hot Wrestling. Make sure you're looking at Texas. Part of Texas hot wrestling here in Texas. Um, check out AAPW, America's Academy for Pro Wrestling here in Austin, Texas. Two rings, great facility, top notch training, old school. Um, and yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. Please like, follow, and share Tiger Pants on all social medias. Check them out. Come to shows does a fantastic job and it's well worth the ticket price. Let us know if your top four for this episode are the same or if you have something else you'd like to share down below in the comments. Thank you for tuning in. I am Dr. The Wife. See you back here next time on 4 for 4.